This is the Retro Smash Gaming Podcast. Wherever you are, wherever you may be listening, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I am Weldy Time, joining me across the shit. This was three podcasts ago that I forget what we call this, the, the Game Lounge. Lounge, yep. Yes, the Game Lounge. The man, the myth, the legend, the man that knows that all the best cliffhangers are. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I thought it was good. Uh, he's Eric. Eric, what's going on? What's up, man? Not How we doing? much. It's good. You know, nothing's changed. Not same, same from when we recorded our last episode. Hey, you were just telling me about a new Pokemon game, though? Yes, it just dropped today. Uh, apparently, I was just kind of watching the trailer for it. Uh, Scarlet and Violet coming late 2022. You're saying it's open world? Yeah, they, they, they went on Twitter and they said it was an open world game. Wow. The trailer just dropped four hours ago, so... I never got a chance. I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. But so by the time you're listening to this, the trailer dropped like a month ago. By the time you listen to this, it the they, game came out last <laughs> week, <laughs> and we hope you enjoy it. No, um, yeah, and like I said, I I'm really hoping that they take like the Jonto and Kanto region and combine them and make it open world. I'm super old school like that, which is I mean, which is kind of how Let's Go Pikachu was, which was great. But I loved I loved that game just because it was the old it had an old school feel to it Mm -hmm. i had a couple friends ask me if i was going to play arceus but i think i'm too much of a boomer for a game like that (laughs) yeah that makes sense so what are we doing today we're doing something a little different yes to commemorate our 20th episode oh yeah that's this one yeah that is this one and congrats us before we before we get started before we get started can we just say thank you guys so much for all the downloads and the views and the feedback yeah, we appreciate it. Oh, absolutely appreciate it. We're having a lot of fun doing this. Yes. It gets me out of the house. It gets me hanging out with my boy. We get to talk video games, which we would normally be doing this anyway, but now we get to record it. Very nicely said. Yes. So we are approaching a big milestone for downloads, so we'll have a celebration then. But yeah, we just want to take time and say thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. We absolutely do. Today's episode, we are doing a draft from a hat. And I'm absolutely not ready for this. So we just got random topics in this hat. You could hear it shake. I don't know how that's going to sound. A little ASMR for you. And we're just going to pick one out and we're going to do a draft. I don't know if we're doing snake draft, which might be a little weird with two people. We can do a snake draft. Yeah, with two people. Okay. Sure, we can do that. Okay. And I don't know how many games we're drafting from each. Probably probably five, because we got to think of this on the spot. Sure. Because we were coming up for topics for this. I was actually just like looking up, you know, different video game topics. And I threw out some kind of funny ones. I didn't write any of them down either. Okay. Well, I guess that that makes things a lot easier then. But before we get into that, I told you I had a game for you again. Let's go 0-7. Let's do this. (laughs) I don't think it'll go 0-7 today. I think it'll be good. All right. Here we go. Is it this or is it that? Eric has to choose. Monica made a choice, and she chose this, not that. The fuck is that? That's the worst Bill Clinton impression. My impressions are going to shit. Oh, that's fine. Okay, I got you. That's the worst Bill Clinton impression I've ever had. And that's saying something, because my Bill Clinton impression is normally really bad. But anyway, um, actually, I should have did a Steven Seagal impression, because your name of this game is, you see this face? This is a happy face. I don't get it. It's a quote from a Steven Seagal movie, which you're going to have to know for this game, because I'm going to give you seven topics. You have to tell me if each of these are a Steven Seagal movie, the baddest motherfucker on the planet, or a game developed by the Tecmo Corporation. All right. Are you ready? Nope. Here we go. 
Number one, Liberty or Death? Steven Seagal. It is a game made by the Tecmo Corporation, 1994. It is a turn-based strategy game. That's a board game, too. You have that in here, don't you? I don't. No. Oh, I thought you had Liberty or Death in here somewhere. No. Which is why I felt really weird putting it on the list. I'm like, he might actually know that one. Number two, Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. Uh, is it Under Siege, a uh, Steven Seagal movie? It is a Steven Seagal movie, yes. Okay. In 1995, action thriller, he plays an ex-Navy SEAL. That probably described half of his movies. I was going to say, I, that's the only description I had for all the movies on here. <laughs> all the mo- how many movies are on there? Uh, I'll tell you when, when it's over. Number three. Oh, the question that you just gave me, you know, how many Steven Seagal movies are on here? That question is out of reach. Um, We'll go to Steven Seagal again. It is Steven Seagal again. 2004, straight to DVD. Fitting. <laughs> Number four, Gem Fire. Tecmo game. It is a Tecmo game. It's 1991 Medieval Fantasy Simulator. So you're two for two? No, you're three for two, three for four, aren't three you? Three for four. Yep. Three for four. All right. One more to win. Number five, Rise of the Phoenix. That's a game. Do you actually know that for a fact? So it's got to be a game. Well, yeah, it's a game. You got it right. No, it just doesn't sound like a Stephen Skull movie. Now, see, these were kind of tough because there's not a whole lot on here that sound like both a game. This was this was a stretch for me. I kind of lobbed you a couple one. I felt bad about you losing slash winning slash. What did you edit yourself winning or losing? <laughs> I haven't decided yet. <laughs> um, so if you lost, I felt bad about you losing last week and I kind of lobbed one up for you. You are correct. That's a dub. Now I'll see if you can uh, icing on the cake. Number six. Sniper Special Ops. Steven Seagal. Is Steven Seagal 2016? He acted and produced the movie. Good for him. And went straight to DVD. Not good for him. Not good for him. Number seven, Belly of the Beast. I'm going to go game. Wow, I tripped you up with that one. That's Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, I thought it could go either way. 2000. Well, that's why we do this. That's why it's this or that, because they all could go either oh, way. That makes sense. Ah. Now well, that I understand this, okay. It took you 20 episodes. Yeah. Uh, yes, 2003, straight to DVD. Wonderful. We got a winner. Play the music, Johnny. Do you ever, I, I think I, I listen, but you never like edit any have music. A, uh, I have a couple times when I was thinking about it's, or at least some kind of fanfare. All right. So to commemorate our 20th episode, we are going to be, I'm actually kind of scared for this because I'm completely unprepared. All right. I'm going to draw out the hat. And our category for today is... Most influential games of the 2000s. Of the 2000s. Okay. The decade. Okay. 2000 to 2010. Uh, you want to flip a coin? I'm going to pull up a list because I'm not sure I could just pull games out of my ass. Well, that's the whole point of doing the draft. That's oh. that's why we're doing this. I thought we were pulling games out of our ass. And oh, are we? you go ahead. Wait, hold on. Rock, paper, scissors. Here we go. Ready? What are you going to choose? Rock, paper, scissors. I'm going to choose scissors. So, ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You dumbass. I told you I was going to take scissors. Why did yeah, you throw I, scissors? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pulling some shit on me. <laughs> I told you I was throwing scissors. The whole point was for you to decide whether or not you want to go first or you want me to go first. So either you I, have the I pick want or you I to go the first. Pick. I want you to go first. Okay. All right. I will go first. <laughs> you dumbass. I told you I, I was mean, throwing scissors. Yeah, I thought you were fucking with me, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. So how are we defining influential? Um, I think it's going to be, does, does this game change the landscape of that, of that genre? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Was it, was it 
super popular? You know, did it define a generation? Did it change the landscape of the way that type of game is made? That's kind of what I'm going to go with. I'm going to kind of wing it on this one. So we're going five games. Five games each. And we're going to put it on our Twitter and I'll retweet it from uh, and I'll put it on our Discord. We're going to take a vote. So we're going to do our snake draft and you got to let us know who wins. Number one pick for me in this most influential game draft is going to be, I think it's got to be Halo 3. Three? Yeah. Not the first one. Not the first one. Okay, why why three and not the first one? Three was the one that really kind of set off just the just the multiplayer aspect of shooter games. Like you it's you can be in the same room and playing as a team, or you could be in different just playing from people around the world. That was my first experience with it. And the way that game sold and the way everybody played it, I think that was a that was a late two thousands just defining game, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't argue with any of that. Now, we did a draft in, oh, one of the earlier episodes when we were doing that. Right. And I remember undercutting you on something. Like, you picked Super Mario, and I picked Super Mario 3, or some shit like that, right? Yeah. And I'm half tempted to do it here. Do it. With Halo. I say, yeah, it's, you didn't, there, we don't really have any rules for this. We're just kind of flying this one by the seat of our pants. Let's start with uh, GTA 3. Oh, ooh, good one good one so it definitely not only the franchise that it spawned because one and two were both top down right and three was the first 3d yeah, world, three was the, first 3D 3D, one. Yeah. the games just kept getting better and better and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. look how many copies gta 5 has sold oh yeah and obviously you could not do that without gta 3 first not only that but how many copycat games came out with that same style what, I- true crime Mafia? Mafia, okay. Scarface? Oh, there's one I'm definitely there's one I'm definitely forgetting. It, I'm, there's probably Far tons. Cry. T- right, yeah. Far Cry in a sense, yeah. Oh, for sure. I've told Dan that many times. How Far Cry, and I may get some shit for this, but Far Cry is GTA in a different setting. Yeah. Same with Red Dead. It's yeah, that's it's GTA and Spaghetti Western. Right. Yeah, I can see that. So that's going to be my first pick. And my second pick, I got to pick Halo. Like the OG Halo? The the OG. Because what it did to first-person shooters, Halo blew the top off what they thought could be done with first-person shooters on consoles. They were doing it before on PCs with Doom and... Oh, I'm drawing a blank. Like Wolfenstein? Wolfenstein, yeah. That's the other one I was thinking. While I agree with everything you said about Halo 3, I got to pick the original because without Halo, you can't have Halo 3. That's true. So you're going more for like just the the base aspect of it. Well, like just how and you had two. you have two very good first round picks. I I will say that you have two very good picks there. And you you went a different direction because of just how the game was created. I went with stuff that they did later with at least with Halo 3. You are right. I can't have Halo 3 until I have Halo 1. Well, which you're reasoning with the you're reasoning with the online, though, makes perfect sense. I can't remember what was online multiplayer before that. Right. You know, probably Halo 2, right? Because they had done Halo 2. Is that uh, right? I think a little bit. That was more local, though, wasn't it? At least it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, 12 million people trying to get into one server. Right. I remember those. I remember those days. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. And if you weren't playing online multiplayer in Halo, you were probably playing online multiplayer in World of Warcraft. Ooh. That yeah, was the huge. one that was a that's yeah, huge. that was one that I think I feel like there was 
you had three kinds of players for that. You had the people like me that I tried. I tried World of Warcraft for like 20 minutes and I had no idea what I was doing. Then you had the more casual players. Then you had hardcore players. I don't think there was a game that had as many hardcore players, period, than World of Warcraft. Honestly, yeah, you're probably right. You say you played it some? I played it for 20 minutes. Yeah, I tried it out, too. <laughs> I tried it. It was not in the cards for me. There's a game. Oh, you get two picks. I was about to go into my next one. OK, this is this is we to the point where it's a little influential games of the two. Now we're going just from 2000 to 2009. Sure. Right. OK, yeah. that's what we consider the 2000s. Oh, I had one. I think again, I think we sports. Yeah, I can't hate that. I I mean, that that was a in itself because I know you, I just said you had casual players, you had hardcore players. Wii Sports was a game everybody played. Mm-hmm. Everybody had to try the Wii from kids that were two, three years old to grandmas and grandpas that are, you know, late 80s. Anybody could bowl in that game. Like and just to have that much of a availability span where it's like all you got to do is just move the arm forward and release. You move your arm back, you move it towards the sensor, you release the button. But everybody could do it. Like, not everybody can do, like, a Super Mario World. Not everybody can do, you know, a World of Warcraft or a GTA. Everybody could do Wii Sports. Well, I shouldn't. Okay. Now, let me preface that by saying, obviously, not everybody can do Wii Sports. But I feel like that's the one where you get the most inclusivity. Is that the word I'm looking for? Sounds like it <laughs> could be a word. Inclu- Damn it, now I gotta look that or, up. Or not. I don't know, did I, did I just like totally just like make a new word? So while you look that up, I... Oh, you're wait, are you thinking or are you talking? No, you're good. What does inclusivity mean? No, not include-tivity. Oh, inclusivity. There we go. Inclusivity or inclusion. The two games you mentioned kind of reminded me of two other games and i had to look up the date on the one the two games i'm going to pick are first one runescape came out in 2001 okay and you know it's the massive multiplayer online rpg did you play it no this was huge i got school i got friends that still play that like pro 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 ninja still plays it sertet plays it i got friends online that still play that game it's in the same vein of World of Warcraft. It's a lot going of these, around getting items, yeah, type there, shit, it's and post, doing quests. Post Baldur's Gate, which was late '90s. I don't know if it had any influence on World of Warcraft, but it came out later. World of Warcraft came out in 2004. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's and with how big it was, I would think that it had some influence over it. That's I, just me speaking out of my ass. So. No, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. And then for my second pick, I am going to go Guitar Hero. God damn it. Oh, you're going to take that one. Uh, I blew that when I was going to take Guitar Hero. I, my next. It's got the whole dexterity thing with the guitar, similar to a Wii Sports. And it brought people like people would have Guitar Hero parties and do nothing but just sit there and play. And it brought people together in a different way than what video games do. It's easily accessible game. And I think with the music in the games, too, you know, that was really kind of one thing that brought different generations together because you got like I was 15, 16. And of course, I I have a weird taste in music because I used to steal all my parents old CDs, which I hope if my mom's watching, like listening, I used to steal all her old CDs. She was big into like Fleetwood Mac and 
She had Tom Petty CDs and my dad had, you know, Aerosmith and Def Leppard. So I kind of got the best of the 80s. So a lot of those songs and those games I already knew. But a lot of my friends didn't. And when you hear somebody that's like, oh, I play this game in Guitar Hero. I know what this game is. It feel like that really brought like different generations together more than we sports probably would have. So you got two more. I'm going to take. OK, so I get two more and then you have one more. Correct. And you're going to do your research on your last one. So I better make these two count. I'm going to say, oh, boy, I need to get a ruling on this because I don't know if this came out. Skyrim. And again, that's another one where people just pumped hours and hours and hours into. I mean, if you didn't want to play online, you honestly could play, you know, by yourself. I think my uncle probably plugged at least 500 hours. 2011. Oh, no. Well, then can I take Oblivion then? Yeah, I'm sure that came out before. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Yep, 2006. Yep, that's going to be everything I said about Skyrim. I'm going to say about this. So, yeah, I'm going to take that. I'm going to take Elder Scrolls Oblivion. And my last pick, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. There's one that I kind of want to take and one that I should take, but I'm going to go with the one I want to take. I'm going to say NFL 2K5. That's such a great one. That was the last year the NFL had open competition with licenses because you had 2K that was making games. Which NFL 2K5, if you look at any greatest sports games list, you're going to see Wii Sports, you're going to see NHL 94, and you're going to see NFL 2K5. Now, I know there's probably better choices out there, and I know you're probably going to steal one from me, but I think from where Madden has gone since then, you know, there are people that are saying when they stopped having to compete and they had a monopoly in the market, Madden's gone downhill. For sure. And because yeah. 2K5 was wild when they got the ESPN license, that completely changed that entire game. It was fun. It was it was phenomenal. It yeah, was and be- being able to uh, build out your house and shit. Oh, yeah. That was tight. Oh, playing against Carmen Electra. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so that's five for me. What do you got? This one I had on my list for our top 360 games. And I think in that episode, I said it then where there was, you know, a, a handful of games that came out in the franchise before this, but this was the one that really blew it off the fucking map. Do you know which game I'm talking about? No. Call of Duty 4 Modern mm-hmm. Warfare. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still believe, and I don't know if the numbers back me up, so I could be wrong on this, but it's what blew it off the map. And if we're going with that, then what came out after that in the franchise, I mean, it's such a huge fucking franchise. It now. was the multiplayer. It was a 360 itself that allowed people to play like, oh, I could be sitting at home in my basement playing with you guys and you're at home. Everybody else is at home. That's a good point. Yeah. And that's I mean, that's why I said Halo 3 versus the original ones. And it's a solid game, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The original Modern Warfare was a phenomenal game. So, yeah. Who had the better draft? So do you, who do you? So let, let's go through this. Do you remember yours? I got Halo. Yeah, you say you say yours. Grand Theft mind. Auto, Guitar Hero, RuneScape. And Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I had... Dude, kudos for me for remembering all that. <laughs> nice. I don't think I'm going to get mine. I had Halo 3. I had World of Warcraft. Elder Scrolls Oblivion. I had NFL 2K5. Yep. And I had Wii Sports. Yep. That was my five. Hey, look at us. Okay, so now that the draft is over, is there any that maybe you think we missed? Like between you and I? Because I know Street Fighter 4 is probably up there. Because that was full HD, 3D next gen console street fighter oh i'm looking around my room here really quickly i know i'm kind of um i'm kind of glancing around here too maybe fallout 3 yeah i mean you could definitely say something about the influence of the fallout games fucking bioshock i saw that i almost said bioshock but i 
that's the one I when I said I wanted to say it, but I'm gonna say 2K5 instead. I almost oh, said Bioshock. Gotcha. Fable. That's a good one. Fable's one we missed. Yep. I'm just thinking of like different genres. Like I, I tried to keep mine spread out, multiple genres. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, that's how Alex Trebek said genre. genre. So that's, that's how I say genre. I'm trying to think of ones that were influential and not just generation defining. Like there's a big difference there. Explain. I mean, just because currently, I mean, maybe not exactly currently, but like five years ago, Fortnite. Yeah, it may have defined a generation from what they play, but it wasn't an influential game. God of War. God of War is good. Oh, but let's go back to this Fortnite. Where did this whole battle royale start? With was it Fortnite? The original battle royal royal game with yeah the shrinking map. And oh, all that. I guess you know what? I think that's true. It probably did. That definitely has a lot of influence. Okay, that was a bad example. Fucking horrible. <laughs> well, I, well, I no, mean, I'm, I'm kidding. I I understand what you're saying and. Yes, if it were not for the battle royale part, I totally agree. It's a generational. Yeah. Well, what about what about like a Flappy Bird or Angry Birds? Angry Birds. Something yeah. you play on a phone. Yeah, it, it it didn't define that genre, but I got one. Candy Crush. Mmm, that's a good one. We kind of had the same thought there, yeah. but yeah, you're absolutely right. Except that that came out in that time frame. Farmville. I mean, it wasn't influential, but it was probably extremely defining mm-hmm. for being a Facebook game that people played. Now, if we we still got a little bit of time here. Let's go draft just one back and forth franchises instead of games. You go ahead and go first again. So just just, just do a quick round. Just do a Well, honestly, I think I'd probably take Halo. You'll take Halo? Yeah. Well, I take um, we're just gonna go back and forth and we're not gonna yeah, snake it. So right. I mean I'll take I'll take Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Halo's a good pick though. I might even stick with Call of Duty. Uh I was gonna say Call of Duty next. Elder Scrolls. I'd maybe oh gosh. I don't know. I don't want to repeat. I really don't, but I have a hard time just pulling shit out <laughs> of my head. Well, I I, so, I know what you're thinking of, but do you wanna say Mario? I wanted a Mario game in there, but But it wasn't like I think most of the influence came before. You, yeah, you can't lump, you know, all of them together because not every Mario game is the same. Well, I guess not every Call of Duty game or Halo game is the same, but... But they have a good formula. Right. And it's slight variations on that. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, one one of the games that I probably wanted to say also, I want to say Super Mario Galaxy, but I would have gotten wiped off because that Sunshine came out first and Sunshine was probably more... But then again, we've had a discussion about, you know, Super Mario 64 being... Of those three, you know, of the newer 3D Mario games being the one that was the most influential. And that's probably more of a product of it being first. Right. Yeah. Than anything, because I don't think it's the best one. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I love Galaxy, but yeah. I got one more. And the only thing that's sticking in my head, and again, I don't want to repeat, but it's uh, Guitar Hero. And that's that was definitely that was a massive brand. It feels cheap to me to just repeat those, but I mean, maybe something could be said about well, uh, us like choosing said... these games and the just we us picking one game from that franchise, whether it be Call of Duty 4 or Halo 3 or the first Halo or first Guitar Hero or whatever it may be. While that game may have been the most influential, the franchise as a whole was still pretty fucking influential yeah, on the and, industry. And it's like you said about GTA 3. You know, you don't get GTA 5. You don't get the massive millions of copies sold that until you get GTA 3. Is this recency bias, though? You think because, well, Halo's not 
as big as what it was. I'm not sure. I really don't know the reception of the the last Halo, but I mean, Grand Theft Auto is as big as it's ever been. Same right. with Call of Duty. So are we thinking broad and not looking at maybe individual games that really change the industry in more of a subtle way? Well, let's look at like... And I'm not sure I'm smart enough to have that conversation. <laughs> no, I, and I know exactly what you're saying, but, you know, in the same breath, you look at the Zelda series. My favorite one is Breath of the Wild, but your favorite one is... Breath of the Wild. Oh, you like Breath of the Wild yeah. more than Link to the Past? Yeah. But you find people that, you know, they either like Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, or Breath of the Wild. And th- you those throw are... Wind Waker in there. Yeah, Wind Waker, Majora's Mask. Majora's but, Mask but like, yeah. those are the big three. Yep. At least anymore. But is that just because Zelda's return to glory? It never really left. It never left glory. Well, Skyward Sword, maybe. But Twilight Princess was good, too. I would think the Wii, Wii U era definitely would probably be the lowest point for Zelda. I wonder if that's fair to say. Well, then what about, you know, different franchises that took a different turn? Like the Mario series. Yeah, you had, you know, the new Super Mario Bros., new Mario Mario Bros. U. But you know what game is really super selling now? Mario Maker. Yeah. That's that's an absolute crazy seller. And they said, I was reading a list where they said Mario Maker is the hardest game ever made. Because it's not made by developers to be able to beat. It's made by people. Right. Like, well, like gamers who know other gamers are looking for a challenge. But I think we talked about this before. It's so hit and miss with those levels. Yeah. And and that's the whole point, because, you know, yeah, there's fun levels. They're funny, but you, there are so many Kaizo levels in there that it's just bananas. It's a pain in the ass to play if you're not good at it, but it's fun as fuck to watch it. It is. <laughs> it is. If you extended this beyond the 2000s um, and go just. I have no time frame on it. How would your list change? I would probably take in the Zelda series. Zelda, Mario, for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Link to the Past would have been a super influential game. Super Metroid. That was That's the defining Metroidvania game. Either that or Symphony of the Night. Okay, but then, you know, back to what we were talking about. Is Metroid more influential? I mean, sure, Super Metroid did everything Metroid did, but better? Uh, that's fair to say, right? Yeah. Is it? So. Well, which of the Mortal Kombat's are you going to take? Can the most you, influential. See, would you take the original? Because it was apples the most con- and oranges, I think. Well, is it because it was good or because it was influential? And that's what I think we're. So you're saying since Super Metroid's better than the original Metroid, it's more influential in your mind. Yes. But that's the, fair ori- because I tend but the original Mortal Kombat's more influential just because of its original appeal. And the. It was influential and it was generationally defining too. Sure, but I don't know that there's much, that much of a difference between the first, second, and third Mortal Kombat's where you can, unless you make the whole or follow the whole um, path of logic, as I have been with this list or with this draft, being that the first one is probably the most influential because it came first and it set the way for the other ones down the line. Right. Well, same could be said about GTA 3. I mean, we both went back and played GTA 3 on the original hardware, and it's straight dookie. It's (laughs) tough, yeah. I haven't played it on the Switch yet, but I'm looking forward to doing that. And speaking of things we're looking forward to, we're looking forward to you joining us next time. Also, before we leave, if you have any subjects that you want us to throw into our hat, or if you have any more influential games that you think maybe we missed from that time period, let us know on our Discord. 
Retro Smash, and then let us know on our Twitter page, Retro underscore Smash. And make sure to tune in to watch me on Twitch on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursdays at twitch.tv slash Time. Bye, kids.